Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Breaking Open the Word. I'm Father Ron, and our gospel today from Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. And since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. And then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, There may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants, buy some for yourselves. And while they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. And then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Now, brothers and sisters, as you know, a couple of weeks ago, one of our team members and dear friend and brother priest of mine, Father Mulhern, suddenly passed away. I was shocked when I heard the news and so terribly sad. Even now when I talk about it, my eyes kind of fill with tears. And then a few days ago, a good friend of mine shared news that a common friend we all knew through social engagements died tragically of a heart attack. Again, sudden and without warning. He was 53. And you know, it's one thing to know you're dying and then have the time to prepare and ready yourself, but to be taken without warning and with no time to plan and make amends? Oh, it's unsettling and scary because what if you're not ready? So, of course, this past week, I've been asking myself, what, what if it happens to me? You know, suddenly and out of the blue, bam, gone. What condition would I be in spiritually, physically, relationally, when the angels come to me? You know, would they find my spirit pure and centered? Or how about my soul? What would that look like? Probably not white as snow, but off-white at least? You know, or is it, I don't know, darkened or listless from a lack of care and attention? I want to say that I'm a pretty good person. (laughs) Now, don't talk to my brother priest, but (laughs) uh, I think I am. You know, I try to live a life worthy of God's smile and doing what I've been asked to do as a priest, as a Catholic, as a brother, as a friend. You know, um, 
You know, I say my prayers, I go to Mass, I'd be charitable, forgiving, try and be a good person, all those basics of a good, solid Christian life. But is that enough to enter the Feast of Heaven? You know, is that amount of oil in my lamp sufficient enough to get me there, not knowing what the path is going to bring? Well, you know, as many of you know, if you've listened for a while, I very much enjoy the outdoors and any activity that takes me out there. And one of the ones for many years that was so much enjoy that I enjoyed so much was competing in triathlons, a sport where you swim, bike and run once, you know, right after the other in succession as fast as you can trying to beat the others in the in the sport or your own time. And I did the first one I did was a good number of years ago with a good friend of mine. And I thought, yeah, I'll do it. You know, swim, bike, run. Yeah, I've done those since I was a kid, <laughs> you know, so I get a free T-shirt doing it now. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we did it. And it was a disaster. Oh, gosh. Of the hundreds of guys that were in my age group, I came in dead last in the swim and barely moved up from that in the bike and the run, ending the whole thing in just humiliation and ignominy. Oh, my gosh. My friend, though, was kind. He said something like, you know, hey, at least you made it to the finish line. You know, that's all that matters. And while there's some truth to that, everybody knows that's not all that matters. Oh, I was mortified and dispirited. But what I learned was that even though I could, in fact, swim and bike and run and have for years. It wasn't enough in an organized race to a finish line. Because while I've swam a lot, I've never swam with hundreds of others in an open lake with waves pushing me under feet and arms of others smacking my face and legs throwing me off course. Yeah, I've biked for years, but I've never biked and then ran after that. You know, you bike 30 miles, you run, what, 16 miles, one right after the other. And in the end, I was just woefully unprepared. I just didn't give the basics (laughs) that I had it with me, the bike, the run, the swim, I didn't give them the attention they needed before it, or the training, or the time. In my umbrage, I thought it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But in the end, it was awful, hurting and embarrassed as I crawled off to that finish line. And I learned the basics. They get you on the course, but they don't guarantee success. And I can't help but think that's the message in our gospel today, in our spiritual race to the finish line, or as the gospel said, the wedding feast. You know, we may have the basics 
of how to live a good life if we hope to get to that finish line? But again, is it enough? Like the virgins who brought oil for their lanterns, you know, they thought it was enough. They got the basic oil, they got it there, but they wouldn't, they weren't prepared for the unforeseen. You know, like me in that first triathlon. Are we prepared for what we cannot see or know, for the unexpected? Are we attending to the basics and developing them in our lives in such a way that if we were taken suddenly, like Father Mulhern, would we be ready? Or at least ready enough to stand at the finish line proud and grateful rather than hurting, embarrassed, or shameful? I just got a text, but I'm not going to look at it. (laughs) Anyway, friend, that readying ourselves, it's a theme we'll be reflecting upon next month during the season of Advent, preparation readying. But we still have a few weeks till then. So here's our plan. I'm going to offer it to you as I offer it to me. My guess is that all of you listening right now, like me, have the basics of a good life, you know, a good, solid Christian life. Not swim, bike, run, not those basics. The spiritual ones of prayer, service, and Eucharist. The essentials for crossing the finish line to enter the banquet hall. Which is great, but I'd like to challenge you to learn from my mistake and let's put in a bit more training and discipline to hone those basics, here's what I'm suggesting. Choose one of those and really give it some attention and effort this next week or two. Exercise, strengthen it, develop it beyond a basic and into a skill. So prayer, maybe that's the basic that you want to focus on. Wonderful. Maybe Really commit yourselves to 30 minutes every day with Jesus, if you're not already. And not just when you have time, those days when you have time, every day. Or perhaps incorporate some spiritual reading into your prayer time. We got our book club here at the God Minute to help, if you're interested. Or how about incorporating a full rosary every week into your prayer? Have you ever tried a guided meditation? You can check out our pantry for both ideas there. So, in other words, don't just do prayer or go to prayer. Feed it. Exercise it. That's a basic that'll expand. Or maybe the one you want to choose is service. Great one. Then, you know, your parish probably has a St. Vincent de Paul Society. It's a great place to start. They do such incredible work for the poor. Maybe this Advent, as you prepare for Christmas, make someone else's Christmas special, not just your own, by participating in your parish's Tree for the Needy program. You know, or maybe you know someone right now who is suffering or struggling in your family and your friends are at work. Don't just pray for them. Do that. But maybe do something to bless their struggle. 
do something over and beyond. That's working the service into something more in your life. Or Eucharist, there's a basic, how can it become more meaningful and central to your life rather than maybe just something you attend? How can you grow in your love for the Eucharist? Here's a suggestion. There's an excellent book written by Father Oscar Lucifer, one of our Vincentian brother priests, uh, the Catholic God, no, it's, <clears throat> I think it's a guide to worship or something like that. But he goes through every part of the Mass and just opens it up for us, refreshes it in a way that makes what we do and say when we're at Mass so much more meaningful. It's a beautiful book, really simple and easy to read, but wonderful. I'll put a link to the book and the PDF if you want to download it. Um, in the notes uh, section. Or if you don't have that, you can reach out to Liz and she can help you there. But friends, let's keep our lanterns burning bright. Let's bring enough oil. Let's, let's run the race proud and strong, making ourselves ready no matter how or where or when we are called back home. And in between now and then, Whenever it is, we'll know and we'll feel once again that blessing of faith in our life growing stronger and stronger. Amen to that. Brothers, sisters, thank you for joining me. And also this coming week, we're having a special memorial uh, mass for Father Mulhern. It's going to be live streamed from St. Louis. So be sure, and we'll, and we'll let you know by an email when it is. I think it's Tuesday, but, um, and we'll have the link to do it if you'd like to watch and pray with us in our app blog and website blog. So be looking for that email. Okay, friends, God bless you. Thank you for being with me. May God's love and blessing hold you and squeeze you and lift you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a beautiful day and we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow.